This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Are you nervous? Yeah, I am. Nervous? This is I, why I prep my shows, and I don't just wing it, because the nerves. Sheena goes, do you have your show prepped? I go, no. <laughs> I never have my show prepped. I just wing it. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Give Them Lala podcast. I'm kind of shitting bricks right now, because normally <laughs> I'm just sitting in a room with Jessica, and she's fueling my ego and that's my happy place. But I'm sitting at the Give Them Lala and Friends pop-up with a lot of people that I love. <laughs> we'll fuel your ego, don't worry. Do you promise? Yes. Okay, good. You look gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I obviously love to give you guys foreplay because Tonight, the new episode of Vanderpump Rules airs. So I always say, let's recap last week's episode. You know, that's like the KY jelly. We're finger banging. It's hot. It's fun. (laughs) So Sheena, the biggest thing that happened last week was the podcast heard around the world. Yes. (laughs) Oh, we have one person. (laughs) One person who has co-signed on that podcast. Two. Thank you. Out of a lot of people. <laughs> Back your shit up, girl. Does it stink? Hey, it I have no regrets. I think that it was a good podcast. It got a lot of downloads. I did my job very well. I asked all of the questions that everyone sent in and wanted to hear. And I'm never going to apologize for doing my job. <laughs> I will say I did not listen to the podcast. <laughs> I didn't listen to that episode. I, I do think that you have an amazing podcast. I've always Thank told you. you I think you're great at what you do. This is where it gets sticky because we're a passionate group and we feel like everyone should be blindly loyal and you should just know what I'm thinking all the time. Sheena's queen of that. <laughs> <laughs> so like what went through your head when certain questions came in where you like... I want to ask this because it'll make a great podcast. Or did you see questions that came in that you were like, that's absolutely crossing the line? Oh, no. There were so many that I didn't ask. I felt like on that podcast, I asked the most general questions. I didn't even think I was prying too much. I think one of the things that Katie got most upset about that I asked was, like, walk me through that day. Like, how did the conversation go? And also, we were obviously filming the podcast. And so there are certain questions that, you know, they wanted asked. 
So No, I understand that. I mean, a lot of people even said, like, my scene with Lisa, they were like, were you not hurt by her drilling you with those questions? And this is where I say I have to separate real life from real life. Because in that moment, so I understand what you mm -hmm. mean, of course, I was triggered. I'm like, why are you directing these questions at me? But also, I know the drill. She's asking the questions that every single person who watches the show is wanting exactly. to know. Yeah. So, did you immediately get heat from Katie? Yeah, that night at the Canyon Club. So, that was the first time that she was made aware that you had done the podcast with Schwartz. There was no text involved. It was like... Literally, you did I texted her. I actually sent her. I even just showed Christina Kelly the text earlier today. I sent her a very long message explaining why I did the podcast. And there were things that I'm not going to share that were private in that message. But it was a very nice, long, detailed message explaining everything. And I never got a response. Ooh, has Bravo requested those text messages for them to pop up? At the reunion? There's some fourth wall stuff in those texts. So we would have to block out some things. Just like Katie blocked out when she posted my texts. Oh. <laughs> Did she block things out? Yeah. Oh, I should do that. Yeah, she blocked out the things that made her look bad. We should all do that. <laughs> I should be the first one to start doing that. <laughs> I was in interviews the other day and like the confessionals that we do. And the question was asked and I started talking, just being Lala, giving them Lala. And I stopped and I was like, wow, it's becoming so clear the more I talk, why people are like, I don't fuck with her. <laughs> like, I'm not on her page. Like it really does become clear when you're sitting there talking, going, wow. You should learn how to shut up. That's never going to happen. Otherwise, I wouldn't have these beautiful faces coming to watch me, right? I love that. Okay, my other question is, when you went over to Schwartz's and you spilled the tea that, she was, that Katie had hooked up with other people, Oof. did that just slip out or 100%. were you being calculated? That was, not, that was not a calculated or intentionally messy moment. Because that person who she hooked up with was someone that Schwartz ran into when you guys were all in Vegas. Schwartz I remember. ran into them at the bar together. Mm -hmm. I already knew he knew that they were together. So I thought when I said that, I was just trying to pump up my friend Schwartz more. Where I'm like, Yo, she was trying to pump up Schwartz by letting him laid. know that Katie's you getting dicked get down by other dudes. I was just trying to say, like, you need to move on because she's moved on. Because I thought he knew she's moved on because he saw her at the bar with this guy. No, the whole reason why Katie's kept it out of the friend group, because Schwartzy got some fine friends that she could be, you know, getting her back broke with. The whole reason she's not doing it with his friends is to not allow him to feel uncomfortable by seeing what she's doing. I know, but I'm saying he already saw them at the bar together in Vegas. So Just I thought he knew. Are you our well, new Jax knew. Taylor? Maybe. Hey, Jax you need, you need a Jax Taylor on a show, you know? That's very true. Sheena filled the role. <laughs> and she's hotter. Um, okay, so Christina Kelly obviously is carrying a human that we may or may not be delivering tonight. <laughs> is there a doctor or a nurse? Girl, you think doctors are going to be coming nurse. in here to listen to me? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <You> be... <laughs> I 
I'm Perfect. so glad you're in the front row. Front right row. Here. We're safe. <laughs> I'm convinced it's just a basketball in there. <laughs> I am. Like, that's not a person that's living inside of you. Okay, Christina, you found out you were pregnant when? Which, spoiler alert, tonight, Christina Kelly, who I'm convinced is also Haley Bieber. Stop. <laughs> you do. You look like her. Um, you make your appearance, like your big debut. Yeah. Tonight. I, yeah. All these years later. I know, but it's... Fun fact, I've known Christina Kelly for... Yeah. About 16 years now. Yeah, no one knows that. But I've known her a very long time. So my two best friends, Madison and Danielle, who I was like born with in Utah, they moved to L.A. and Christina was their first roommate, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we all lived in a house together. So she knows little like 15, 16 year old Lala. Am I the same? Oh, you were Lauren then. Lauren. 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 Lauren there. Lauren. That's, right. why, we go that's why she goes by Lala. Lauren. <laughs> you, oh, did you say are you the same? Yeah. In ways you are. Yeah. Like I feel like just Lala one-on-one is like, yeah, you're like little Utah, sweet, innocent, all talk. This girl could never get in a fight in her life. No, I always say <laughs> I'm all bark. You try to put your hands on me. I'm running and yeah. locking myself yeah. behind a steel door and you're <laughs> never getting to me. Yeah. So when did you find out you were pregnant? Right before I started filming, like maybe a week before we start. I actually started filming. Was there like a game plan that like we're not we, but the rest of my group, like they drank. Yeah. So. I had, yeah, I, I wasn't ready to tell anybody I was pregnant yet. I wanted to try to drag it along as long as possible. So at first I thought maybe I'll just say I'm on a cleanse. And that's not going to work out with this group. Not in this group. They'll be like, fuck your cleanse. <laughs> like, you were drinking tonight. Like, screw that. So I was like, that's not going to work. Peer pressure. Like, they're going to want me to drink. Then I decided to say I was on like a medication, an antibiotic, and that worked. That worked out really well. It did work out well because she said the medication was for her thyroid and we're about ready to go to Mexico. Right. And she's still on thyroid medication. And Katie said to me, I hope Christina will drink in Mexico. Like I need a partner to do that with. And I looked at her. I was like the thyroid is nothing to mess around with. You don't fuck with your thyroid. Like, I feel like I'm the one that was like, had your back. Like, mm-mm. I've heard horror stories about the thyroid. So that's what just what you did the entire time was talk about your medication. Well, I, I did have a small thing with my thyroid. Like, that was off in the beginning of my pregnancy. So I did actually have thyroid medicine. Oh, she brought receipts. Yeah. And the nightstand. So it looked, it, it all added up. But you can drink on that medication. So all they had to do, all they had to do was be like, like, give me that. And like, look at oh. it or look it up. <laughs> and no one did that. No one gave it. You guys didn't care enough to be like. Well, I didn't care enough because I finally did have a partner in crime, like a non-drinker. I was like, this is great. Yeah, you were, you were all I wanted it. you to stay on thyroid medication your whole yeah. life. Katie, <laughs> Katie struggled. Like, she would be like, have you talked to your doctor? <laughs> Can you drink yet? Like, would your doctor say this week? I'm like, mm, another week on that medication. 
And then another week. And then next thing you know, it was like three months. <laughs> I'm like, how are they not like, are you dying? Like, <laughs> I know, right? Are you okay? Are you okay? So how are you doing interviews with that bump? The first interview I did, I wasn't showing so much. And it was like a uh, what they had me in is like a, um, a set. So I had like trousers and a little vest set. And I was like, sounds like Humpty Dumpty. I'm going to get bigger. <laughs> right? this, is, this isn't going to fit. And then as interviews went on, I had to wear like pregnancy leggings like up to here. And then the vest thing down to here, that wooden button. It, it was a shit show. And then they did the interviews like from here up. So I feel like the first interview is going to be my full just face. Oh, and yeah. then it's going to slowly go to like just <laughs> zooming in closer and closer to my face. So it's just going to be like here. The best angle. Lucky for you. Because Lucky for this. you, you literally just have the tummy. All belly. And lips. Her lips got bigger. And I told her, I was like... Maybe you should get them injected when you drop this kid. They're looking real good. No? Bad influence. I'm no. the worst influence. I'm like, no. take a needle to your face. You'll be gonna... fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy to have you back, Christina Thank Kelly. You. Yes. And I Thank you. do think you add, you guys will all see, I do think you add a lot to the cast. Because without her it would have just been me and Katie <laughs> we needed like a third one to kind of balance it all out so I'm excited for well, people I've to see you I've known you guys for so long so I feel like I try to be the voice of reason you guys never listen to me but I try my best and I hope I keep you guys somewhat grounded I try to <laughs> I mean the the problem is is I think we all think we're the voice of reason right yeah I feel like I've always yeah. been the voice of reason <laughs> Right. And everyone would disagree with you. Yeah. I'm and just always in the middle, you know, and now you're in the middle. So now you know what it feels like. I do. I know how Ariana feels. Mm -hmm. It's not that fun. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy, so chic, almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do 
Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. All right, I want to open it up to all of you. You can ask whatever you want. We will answer. If it's way too petty, that shit's being cut out. (laughs) (laughs) Hi there. Hi, babe. Hi. I have a follow-up question to my question to Andy at BravoCon regarding you, Lala. Would you rather be a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or resurrect Real Housewives of Salt Lake City from the dead? Well, I would love to give Salt Lake City some life. I don't know if I would be able to. I like to think I would be able to. I feel like with Beverly Hills, it's like very bougie, right? And I like to pretend like I'm bougie, you know? Like they're living in these fabulous homes. I'm like, step into my three-bedroom apartment. (laughs) Isn't it gorgeous? Ashley Furniture decorated the whole thing. For 55% off. There's and a I think there was code? like no interest for a really long time. I was like, looked at my mom. I was like, bitch, we're decorating the entire apartment. This doesn't match. Don't care. Honestly, if they, if they offered me any Real Housewives position, I would be packing up my child and moving anywhere. How's that for thirsty? <laughs> Thank you, babe. All right, who's next? Hi, how are you? I have a message for Lala and for Sheena. Perfect. Who would you fuck? Who would you marry? And who would you kill? Oh. Who are our options? Yeah, who? The whole cast? The whole cast. Well, even, no, the whole cast. <laughs> even the has-beens. Even the has-beens. The has-beens. Oh, you go first. Who? I think we all know who I'm killing. I don't need to say that. <laughs> I see that's the thing I don't like about this game though actually it's like not kill but just like remove from my life oh god it's just a game you know <laughs> no, I don't want to kill Katie well but like would actually kill someone. out of the whole cast you know she's the one that could go away okay um Mary hmm well I mean Brock's on the show does he count as cast I gotta go outside can of the he box. count you make the rules babe he counts. You can marry yeah. him. I'm marrying him, and I'm going to bang Raquel. I think I would probably kill the Toms. <laughs> A double kill. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're basically one person, you know? Um, I would fuck Ariana. 
that ass and that face be slapping different, right? Um, and then I would probably marry... I would marry Sheena. Aww. I feel like you're a good wife. I am. And Brock comes along with it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Brock is the communal husband. Like, we go to Palm Springs, and it's me, Lala, my mom, her mom, and Brock. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Sheena has to do the hard stuff, like blowing him. <laughs> and I just get to, like, hang out, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who's, who's up next? So, Lala, have you heard Sandoval's clapback to your Watch What Happens Live moment of saying you're going to come from a, for him at the reunion, of him calling you a bored bully? And what's your reaction? Yes, his riveting comeback. <laughs> I was bored with it. I was like, this is all you've got? Like... I am now putting it out there to my entire cast. If you would like to insult me and you need help, I'm happy to write your material for you. Oh my God. <laughs> you have given me a couple one-liners to use at the reunion. Saving those. Oh, great. If they're good and they hurt someone, I am not taking credit for it. <laughs> I should be nicer. It's really hard, though, because I'm like, I'm just, this is called a reaction. I'm not just, like, arriving and swinging at whoever, okay? Maybe I am. You guys be the judge. I can't tell. You know, obviously, you guys watch the show. You guys see it better than I do. I just, I just fuel my own ego a lot. No one else is doing it for me, so I might as well. All right, who's next? <laughs> Hi, I'll admit I'm not totally caught up with the show. Uh, I came kind of dragged with a super fan, but you guys are all great. Thank you. I was just you. curious, uh, which is probably rhetoric because everybody knows this, but I was wondering what your status is with James Kennedy at the moment. Status with James. I really love James Kennedy. He sent me his new song and he said, I would love it if you could have Ocean dance to this and post it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Ocean and I would love to help you get downloads. Um, I dig James Kennedy. We had a lot of fun, you, me, yeah, Katie, yeah. and James. Yeah, yeah, we did. How do you feel about James Kennedy? I think he's so entertaining. And I, I, if he's not coming for you, he's really great to be around. Like, he's hilarious. So me and him have always been fine. I've known him since he was, like, my buster at Sir. Like, I was telling him to, like, clean tables and get, you know, dirty glasses off the, you know, that's how I looked at him. When he was Kristen's boyfriend, right? Even, Even before, before that. that. Way before that. So, I, yeah, I don't I feel like I'm like, James, like, right. what are you doing? I don't know. I think he's very entertaining, and I'm begging Bravo to give him his own show. I think he's hilarious, yeah. I feel like James is hilarious to me. I don't like the, some of the things he says. He, he says things without thinking how much I'm, he's going to hurt somebody with this. Like, he says some pretty, he throws some pretty, like, hard daggers. Well, yeah, I don't co-sign on everything he says, but there's just something very endearing about James. He's also really quick to just move on from it. Right. Well, yeah, but I think that's why James and I connect so much because we we go heavy and we say crazy things and then we just kind of like shake it off and forgive and forget. You and James could have your own show. I'd watch that. You would? Yeah. Okay. How do you think Allie would feel about that? Allie? Yeah. 
you just know if she was a little insecure about you guys this season. But we'll no, still, I didn't we'll know that. that. I found that out watching the trailer because we had many conversations, and not once was she like, you know, I'm feeling this way about you, Lala. I don't quite trust you. She was like, I was smiling. surprised by that too because right? we were all hanging out, and she, yeah, never, never once. once. I hung out with her all season. We would go and do things, and then I see her talking to Charlie. Another person who just kind of bops in and out. And she's like, I don't entirely trust James around Lala. I'm like, see, I don't like that. Like, not once did you ever say anything like that to me. But whatever, moving on, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Hi, Lala. This is Zane and my fiance. We are visiting from Dallas. We love your music. And we want to know when we can expect a song with Sheena. Which we also love your music. Thank you. Ready for Pride, you know, around the corner. Yeah. We've been talking about it. Did anyone ever listen to the song that Sheena and I did called Like a Boss? And it was to promote the movie Like a Boss. The movie called Like a Boss? Yeah. I thought it was so cute and so good. Yeah. It was I think really we, good. we need to do something like that. Yeah. Yes. And we also need to do a music video. I want to do, like, a good music video. Where they train like, us like, heavily in dancing. Yeah, but, like, the one we did, the Like a Boss, that was a good music video. Like, that was dope. I thought it was super dope. Yeah, we All right, do that again. We're doing that. I love yeah, this. Yeah, season 11. Send it into the atmosphere. <laughs> Mama has legal fees. I need season 11. <laughs> All right, do we have any more? I love these questions, you guys. Hi guys, uh, Lala. I was just wondering if you would ever be open to the idea of doing like a dating show with Katie. So many people during that scene of Katie and I on a date. <laughs> did you watch it, Christina? Yeah, I did. Okay, I felt like the boys were cringy, but I thought Katie and I were great. <laughs> My favorite was how many times he was like, "Are we drinking?" I know. So are you guys gonna drink tonight? Like. How many more times do you need to say, I'm sober? I know. I was like, open your fucking ears. And also, like, is that all you're thinking about, dude? Like, are we drinking? Are you drinking? Well, that's how you could tell that they were, like, very young. Because it was, like, the last time I, like, asked someone, like, are you drinking tonight? I was in, like, high school. Or, like, I didn't go to college. But, like, the age range where I should have been in college, right? Yeah. Like, how... Are we drinking tonight? What? I mean, I feel like now the only time you would have that conversation is like, are we driving or are we drinking and we should Uber? Not like a, mm. so you guys drinking tonight? Yeah. Drinking tonight? Yeah. Her guy was a little weird. Yeah. I liked his name, Melrose. That's pretty dope. Well, My guy was, was cool. Nickname. Melrose was his nickname. He made his name cool. Well, well I made my name cool, so no judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment here. <laughs> My guy was like, I knew I had to abort mission when he had never seen The Lion King. Yeah. Right? <laughs> One of my friends is shaking her head like, it's adamant. Yes. Red flag. That was a red flag. With what I've been through, everything is a red flag. You ain't seen The Lion King and you think finding Dory is better than finding Nemo? Um, gotta go. <laughs> right? I love finding Dory. Red Baby flag. Dory is so cute. <laughs> baby I'm, Dory makes that movie. Just a little baby Dory. Just keep Anything swimming. that's a baby is cute. I know. All right, who's next? 
Hi, my question's for Lala. I wanted to know, um, how do you feel your life has progressed since you've been sober from early sobriety to now? Oh, I love this question. I mean, my life completely changed the moment that I got sober. I feel like it took a solid 30 days of no drinking to really get, I guess, to get out of the fuzz and the fog. But I mean, emotionally, I just felt that we were in a different space. But even beyond that, what I've accomplished in the four years of being sober is beyond. Like, I just, I mean, if you're a normie and you can go out and drink, great. But I just don't think anything good comes out of drinking. So, and you'll see it this season. I feel like there's a lot of things that happen where I'm like, had you guys not been intoxicated, this story would have been very different. My mouth is still a little drunk. (laughs) 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 But my mind be sober, so that's all that matters. Um, Do we have anybody else? (laughs) I don't have a question, but I just hit 20 years sober. Congratulations. Thank you. That's incredible. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And you're doing great things for Ocean, letting her see you like this. Oh. (laughs) We've been through a lot of the same stuff, so I get how it's not the easiest thing to not go to your crutch. So I'm just so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, and you're very inspiring. And thank you for sharing that with all of us. That's amazing. I think that's the biggest thing is that, like, my daughter is never going to see me. I mean, her mama crazy, obviously. (laughs) But she's never going to see me um, the way that I... I wouldn't have been aware of it if I didn't watch my dad do it. Believe me, he's doing amazing things. Thank you so much. And I know that she's, like, never going to smell anything on me that's... I'm just the whole thing. I've, I feel very grateful for people like you sharing your story. And it's like literally what keeps me. It's my community. So thank you for sharing that with us. I love you. Anybody else? <laughs> That's okay. I love a good cry. So as a childless 30-something, it's exhausting watching everyone think that their kids are just like the bee's knees. So my question is, what is it actually like having legitimately the cutest and most like Summer is a baby genius. So what is it like having legitimately the cutest kids in the world and, like, nobody can fight that? It's a blessing. It really is. And seeing the two of them together and they just learn from each other. They pick up what the other one's doing. I mean, it's the absolute best. And it's terrifying how much I love that child, you know? It's just like, I'm going to cry. So you go next. (laughs) That was so nice of you to say. Thank you. I mean, obviously, everyone says my kid's the cutest kid on the planet. Summer, moon, and ocean. And I can't wait for you to have a baby, Christina. Like, I think about it way more often than I probably should. Just because anybody who's a parent, like, you know, the love is terrifying. But also, it's like, I just remember sobbing. There are days where I still sob because I'm like, how did my life exist before this human came into it? And I also go down this road of like, there's so many things. Don't let me freak you out. This is my moment of gratitude. (laughs) This is the podcast where we go from sucking dick to gratitude. 
very quickly. <laughs> Just roll with it. But there are so many things that can go wrong that when your baby comes out and they're healthy and you're watching them learn and you're watching them grow and everything is the way it's supposed to be you just feel you just feel so grateful because I mean literally my daughter sits there and says things and I'm like I fucking created that brain inside of me. <laughs> what is so going on? And Summer Moon and Ocean. I wish they had their own show because they're so cute. Stay tuned. <laughs> you know? They are the duo that you need. And I think that was my biggest thing. Like, obviously, I, without the other person's permission, I can't put Ocean on camera. But I, that was what I was sad about is I wanted people to see me as a mama because it is obviously very different and I also wanted people to see summer moon and ocean together well you can on my vlogs every (laughs) every week (laughs) every Wednesday okay I really hope my mom Lisa is not listening to this episode because I'm about to tell you what I got her for mama's day it is her very own original song she is going to flip Song Finch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, it's personal, and it lasts forever. I went to songfinch.com. It asked me to pick a genre, and my mom loves country, so I picked country for Lisa. It asked me to describe what I love about her and to share some memories, so I said she's an amazing Gigi to Ocean, and she's such a force as a mother. I can't imagine my life today without her. And then I chose to be matched up with an artist, and Song Finch gave me a few to choose from. I could see pictures of them and also hear a sample of their music. So I picked this amazing acoustic artist from Nashville with an unbelievable voice. I can't wait to hear the song he creates. So whether your song is for Mother's Day, a birthday, an upcoming graduation or wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care. Start your song right now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash lala and start your song. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash lala. Don't forget to share your song with us too. That's songfinch.com slash Lala. My days of panicking over gift giving are officially over and yours can be too. Thanks to Gift Mode on Etsy. I absolutely love this. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's super easy too. Just tap or click on Gift Mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays, and I was tripping. Then I remembered... Just use Etsy gift mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress up costumes, fabulous capes and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for ocean gift mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan gift mode has you covered need to find the perfect gift. 
Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Is there anything that freaks you out, Christina? Like knowing that it's coming or because I, I freaked out at my 20 week appointment, but then when ocean was in the clear and I know Sheena had a lot of anxiety about all of it, or do you feel pretty at peace with everything? Oh no, my whole pregnancy, I've been really nervous and anxious. Yeah, the 20 week was definitely the biggest one for me. That's actually when I decided to start. That's when I told you, mm-hmm. I waited till the 20 week. Um, and after that, I felt a little more comfortable. But I mean, no, I feel like people keep saying to me now, like, are you ready? Like, do you feel, are you ready? You're about, I mean, I'm due three weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. So Her due date is one day after Oceans. It is, yeah. And I can't answer, yeah, I'm so ready. I've, I've been, I feel like ready to be a mom forever. But are you really, you don't know what kind of child you're going to get. You don't know what, it's just like everything feels so unknown. I'm going to be learning every day about something new for the rest of my life with a child, right? Isn't that, yeah. it's like you're mm-hmm. just constantly learning. Yeah, and I feel like they come how they are. Like there are certain things, I can obviously teach Ocean a lot of things but like her personality she was like in the tummy this way you know like I tell her today I'm listening to my mom discipline ocean and I walk out and I'm like what's going on and my mom said I'm asking her not to play with her poop and she's (laughs) trying to do it still like actively trying to sumo wrestle the diaper out of my mom's hand to do exactly what we're telling her not to do and she will look me dead in my eyes and tell me to go fuck myself just with the way she looks at me. <laughs> Lovely. She said, and then they turn 15 and they actually say that to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're a savage. <laughs> and now Ocean will be turning two. And I catch myself saying to her, I'm not playing with you. <laughs> and I'm Santa. like, and you're only two. I'm so screwed. Do you do that with someone? No, but like you with Ocean with the Santa. Oh, I'm kind of a bad mom. (laughs) I weaponize Santa against my child and not in the way like you're not, but not in the way of you're not getting presents. She's terrified of him. So when she acts up, I'm like, I'm calling Santa. He's coming to the house. He's at the door. He's a knocking. And then I like knock on the door and I'm like, there he is. No, no. And then she does what I tell her she needs to do. I'm horrible. I should stop doing that. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. There's no rule book, Christina. Like, no. you just do what you can do to survive. Because I'm telling you, that kid won't even be able to speak, and you're going to be negotiating with it. And it'll always win. Yeah. He. He will always he's, win. He's super active. Like, I feel like even just the span of when I've he's like kicking and moving. I had to adjust like twice now because no. I'm like, oh my God, his foot is like up in my rib. But... I'm like, I wonder if that means anything. Is he going to come out like ready, crazy, like just because he is crazy inside here? Does that mean anything? I wonder. I feel like they're just losing room at this point, you know? No, because I feel like some people are like, yeah, I mean, my baby was like normal active. He's like on another level of active. Think about how you feel though right now with his foot there. Think about how he feels. I mean, you're not that big. Imagine being a full person. I'd be like, what <laughs> is going on? Area. <laughs> you know? like, I don't care about your rib cage. I've been in here for nine months. I'm trying I'm to stretch. Right? 
Christina's like, can you please like curl up in a ball for a little longer? <laughs> I like it. Do we have any more questions? Who would you let dress? Who would you allow life advice? And who would you let give financial advice of all the people in the cast before or now? Oh, financial advice, Lisa, for sure. 100%. Yeah, I, I think we're all going to say yeah. that. Yeah. I would let Lala dress summer. That is so nice, Sheena. Yeah. Ocean's always styling. She has like the freshest kicks, that kid. She always looks good. She Her, literally, get them Lala baby, which you guys can shop over there for you or a friend. <laughs> I dress my kid like I dress myself. So she's constantly in give them Lala baby sweatsuits and, and Nikes. We look identical most of the time. No, it's so cute. And what, so, what was the third one? No, financial. Life advice. Life advice. <laughs> I mean, it's a long pause. Everyone's like, hmm. I'm like, out, out of the cast, who would you get life advice from for Ocean? Myself. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like me and you are the only people to, you know, other than Lisa, no one else is a parent. So I don't want life advice from... No, but I look at how people are in life and how they conduct themselves. Like, I, I would trust you to give Ocean life advice because yeah. I think you're nice. Same. We would be great giving life advice to our kids together because yeah. you could teach how to be nice and then I could teach how to cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> With your words only, obviously. <laughs> and then financial, I'm the same as you. Yeah. But I'd let you dress my kid. Yeah. I would let you dress my kid, Christina. Thank you, Lala. Thank you. Oh, that kid's going to be so swaggy. <laughs> right? Well, I was going to say you for dress because I feel like you dress Ocean how I would dress my future son. Sweatsuits and Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Minus the bows. We're not going to, we're not, we won't be doing like the, the, the big bows. Hey, there's no judgment here, baby. Sorry. You want him in a cow bow? I've got you You know covered. what? Actually, if he wants a bow, he's getting a bow. Give yes, them all a baby so. has you covered for your bows. <laughs> I promise. Um, are we done with questions or do we have time for another? This is for Lala and Sheena. Um, are there any similarities in the way you were raised and how you raise your girls now? And are there any differences? Ooh, I like this question because we talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. You go. I mean, we're so close with our moms and our moms are our main caregiver for the baby. So I feel like there's definitely a lot of similarities just with that. But differences, I'm just, I'm trying to break the generational cycle of just my mental health and things that I deal with. I want to do everything in my power to make sure Summer grows up in an environment that isn't like high anxiety and I have OCD and there's just things that I try to be very careful with my words around her and my actions because I don't want her to pick up my bad habits. And nothing against my mom. She's an amazing mother. She raised me with so much love, which I'm doing as well. But there are just things that I'm like, I just don't want her to feel the way that with just some of the issues that I deal with. Yeah, that's what we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I've told my mom this before, that I want to do exactly what she did with me with Ocean just because it was such a safe space. And my mom has never watched Vanderpump Rules, 
ever in her life. She has not seen any of my movies. She hasn't read my book. Some would call her unsupportive. (laughs) (laughs) But like she said, I have the real life version every single day. Like, I know you're quick with your tongue. I know you say crazy things. I know you talk about naughty things that I won't repeat because we got a baby in the room. Um, And I want Ocean to feel that same way. Like, as horrific as it's going to be. Like, I hope she comes home and tells me when she's lost her virginity. I wanted, I want her to feel so safe with me. You know, my mom was the person who was there when I decided to get an abortion and I went to her and asked her for her advice. I love my mama. Not saying that you don't, I know exactly what you mean. We're very similar. 100%. Yeah. What I will say is since I left my relationship, my mama is very scarred and she puts a lot of pressure on me right now. And I have to remind her like ocean is always in the forefront of my mind. These dudes that I'm talking to or bring around into my life will never get to ocean. Like they're on the fringe, but I think sometimes because she's overprotective and it does add a lot of pressure and stress to me. And I tell her, like, you got to ease up. I'm dealing with a lot. Like, let me get some good dick while I'm at it, please. I'm begging you. (laughs) This isn't going to be my new husband. (laughs) That I would change. If Ocean got older, I would try not to put a lot of pressure on her. But I think it is important for them to always feel comfortable coming to us with anything. Because I always felt that way with my mom. I told my mom almost everything. There were some things that I felt like at a young age, I could just like deal with on my own, like getting bullied in school. And I, my mom had no idea. That's one thing I just, and she had no idea. So it's not her fault, but I just want Summer to always be able to come to me and tell me anything because I want to do my best to protect her and give her the best advice that I can. That was a great answer. Sheesh. It's going to be interesting with you, Christina, because you're having a boy. But you have a great dude. Like, I always wonder, like, if Ocean were a boy, like, what would this dynamic be? If I were still in this same situation that I'm in, if I had a son rather than a daughter, like, if it would change anything. No? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think it. No, I don't think it no. would. Hmm. No. Well, luckily, I don't have to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have one more question right here. So I'm the old lady here. Um, my daughter and I are on a mother-daughter trip. Aww. From Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Oh my gosh, and, welcome. Um, hey. Anyway, emotional, because she's my whole world, and we watched, she got me into watching you guys, and love the show, and it's beautiful to see you guys become mothers, and you'll be in this position where you're here, and you talk about the love you have for them, and like I said, she's my entire world, and she loves you guys, loves you guys so much, so if she could just, you know, say hi and meet you, I'd appreciate it. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. we all take pictures <laughs> and then all of that after, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this is Paige, I think she's <laughs> Paige, if you say you don't want a picture with me, I'm no. going to be so offended. <laughs> yeah. I need you all to treat me like I'm Beyonce after this. <laughs> She's like, Mom. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Um, so for Sheena and Lala, um, I see, like, last season you guys kind of went through a bit of a rough patch. But it's nice seeing now that you guys are a lot closer on your YouTube channel. You guys are always together. And do you think that Ocean and Summer brought you guys closer together? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Ocean and Summer were the 
I think that was the deciding factor. It was yeah. like, I, I want you in my life, obviously, because I love you. If I hated your guts, obviously, I'd go find Ocean a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. And also, we we missed each other's pregnancies, which is time that we'll never get back. And I, I have to not think about it too much because I'm funny with time. Since my dad died, I'm very funny with time. I just realized that, like, you'll never get it back. Um, but it's okay. We were there for each other at the end when it mattered. We have our kids who are going to grow up together. Your dad is looking down on her. <laughs> They're best friends, and we're amazing moms. And we're, we're good yeah. together. Yeah, we are. And I think we now know how to communicate with each other. Yeah. Because obviously that's the biggest thing. I feel like she's my wife now (laughs) and I love her so much that the house next door to her in Palm Springs came up for sale. And I got the call that I, I got the house right next door to Sheena. So she's stuck with me now. (laughs) I know. I was like, you and I really better make this friendship. We always make jokes. We're like, we should like build a compound and have the kids grow up together and we should just all live together in a big house. And it's just been this ongoing joke for the last year. And then this weekend, Brock and I pull up to my house. The house next door has a sign. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I sent it to her. Two days later, she's there. The next day, boom, offer in escrow. Yeah. I was not playing around. I know. That's called manifesting, baby. Yes. (laughs) I've been doing that my whole life. Mm Mm-hmm. This was so much fun. I want to thank you guys so much for coming out in the rain. Thank you for watching Vanderpump Rules, supporting all of us. I mean, you really have made all of my dreams come true. It's imperative that you guys know that. And I'm so, so appreciative. Thank you, Sheesh. Thank you, Christina Kelly and your cute little bump for being on my podcast. And thank you guys (laughs) for listening to the Give Them All a Podcast. I will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.